0: Ramsey Solutions. It is the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create real, actual, amazing relationships. I'm Jade Warshaw, your host or other host today, Dr. John Deloney. He is the author of Building a Non-Anxious Life. He is also the host of the Dr. John Deloney Show, which is popping off, if I do say so myself. We'll be taking your calls. The number is 888-825-5225. Get in where you fit in, and we'll give you the best advice that we can muster up for you.
1: Dude, get in where you fit in.
0: Get in where you fit in. What's that from? That's
1: a t-shirt right there. It
0: is. I don't know where I got that from. I like that. All right. Let's do it. Let's chop it up. We got Jacob in Dallas, Texas. What's going on?
2: Hey, can you guys hear me? We can. Awesome. I love your guys' show. John, absolutely love your show. Been a long-time listener.
1: Thanks, man. appreciate you, dude.
2: What's up? Uh, yeah, so got a two-part question for you. Um, this might not be as much of a money question as it is um, a relational question, so do with it what you will. Um, <laughs> my wife and I moved to Dallas um, around five months ago, and it's been super rough since we got here. Um, we're finally getting our feet underneath us. Uh, we both got jobs. She got a job in marketing, and I'm in the end stages of my background investigation with a local police department in the area. Um, we are on track with the baby steps doing all this stuff and she's having a really hard time at her job and her boss is being a real jerk. And I don't know my place as her husband where, where it crosses the line uh, for me to step in and speak to him. Um, a little bit of background. So you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, he is a very stubborn guy. Um, she's running a business for him where he's trying to market this new product and essentially start up a business. And he put a lot of trust in her from the beginning to hire a team and be that person for um, his business. And he put it in her hands and he's been super indecisive this whole time and shortening the deadline of launch to now six weeks where it's supposed to take nine months. And she's got her hands up in the air. Like, what do I do? Do you trust your wife and Jacob? I trust my wife so much. All she right, stay so out smart. of this
1: completely. She's a grown-up, mm-hmm. and this is where she works. Like, that's what I'm thinking. It's real one, tempting to take I this know, back to, like, recess and be like, you talk to my girlfriend. This is a place of business. If she doesn't like it, she can walk out the front door.
2: Right. That's what I think. That's what I just don't know the boundary, because when he starts speaking to my wife in a way that is extremely dishonoring in front of
1: her and She gets up and walks out the door. Exactly. Okay, that's what I was thinking.
2: Why
0: hasn't she?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, well, we're in a little bit of a place where we need the money right now, so we're in a position where we hate it, where it's like, I can't just have you walk out right now, which is what I want to be able to do. But No,
1: my my dignity's not for sale, and my that. wife's dignity's not for sale either. Mm-hmm. Do you all y'all have little kids? Uh, no. Okay. Um, then it may be that I'm going to put my enrollment in the academy on hold because I'm going to go work three jobs so that my wife can get out of this mess.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But y'all have created a world where you feel like I got We got to we got to put up with this. When, we, when Jade and I, we're always talking about freedom, Dave. Mm-hmm. We're always talking about freedom, freedom, freedom. This is exactly what we're talking about. Because if y'all don't owe anybody okay. any money, then you laugh and smile at the student and be like, "Dude, we out." <laughs> right? I'm not. No one's gonna <laughs> yeah, talk to me decent. that way. Um, but y'all feel trapped. What is? It, what would it take yeah. for you guys to uh, financially for you for her to be able to walk out the door?
2: Um just i think the smart choice is finding another job before she leaves because we've had little to no income since we've been in dallas just no for, i
1: mean it's so bad that you're office. about to do something stupid what like, do you mean like you're about to go confront another grown man at a place at his place of business where he pays your oh, life I,
2: I i want to in the fact that that's my wife but i i know that's not the smart choice i'm not going to do that no
1: no I, but i'm saying like um, it's that bad It's that bad.
0: I mean, and you called in here saying, should you do that? So you you (laughs) definitely considered it. Let's be honest about that. What does she earn? (laughs) What does she earn at that job?
2: Uh, Around, she takes around $4,000 a month.
0: Okay. Is there something that she could find in her field to replace
1: $4,000 a month? I'm thinking yes. Yes. No question in my mind.
2: Sure. We've had a long journey trying to find a job, though. She's had a lot of interviews. And people just don't want to hire for some reason. So this is the first job that she's actually gotten hired. since Okay, she's been looking but it's not the last job months.
0: she'll get hired in. Understood. That's the thing and you got
2: to... Right. The other kicker is in a month, I'm going to be on the police department's payroll. So it's like, okay, we only have one month to to pledge this. You know, so what's the... I don't know, because I keep telling her, I don't want to overstep. You have your thing to do with your boss, but also this would...
0: If she were to hey, call hey, in today goals. what would she be telling us?
2: In in what manner?
0: Does she is she saying every is she coming home every day saying I want to quit, I want to quit? Or is she coming home every day just being like gosh, my my boss is such a jerk. What a what a butthead. And is she not um, she not says, talking about quitting? No,
2: she she loves the her job and the team that she works with. She just can't get anything done when she's at work because her boss is a jerk. And he doesn't trust her to do the job that he hired her to do. This
1: is you busybodying, brother. This is between her and her workplace. Okay. Why, so why, I do mean, I you see what her? I'm saying? Like, if she loves her job, she loves the work, she loves the challenge, she just has an annoying boss.
2: And yeah, but, I mean, I'm just sitting here listening to her talk, and I'm like... Okay, so, that, so
1: maybe the, that's the boundary,
2: right? That
0: might be a conversation. Sure. If she's coming home every day and she's, you know, trashing her job, it's making you feel confused. You can have that conversation with her to say, listen... If you love your job and you're happy, but you come home every day and complain, it makes me think that you need to move on. Or she may be, she, yeah,
1: she's using you as a, as a garbage bin, yeah. right? For all the bad stuff.
0: And if you don't want me to think that you need to move on, then I need to hear both sides of the story. I need to hear the positive stuff. And in that way, it's a little bit more balanced and we're just normal people talking about day-to-day life.
1: And I, I, okay. I dude, I was bad about that. I'd come home and tell my wife all oh, the stuff, the good, but also, man, this guy did this and this guy did that. Until she finally said, hey, I I can't solve any of these problems, but you're continuing just to come home and fill our communication with negative, 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 either quit. Mm -hmm. And when she said that, I was like, I don't want to quit. And I realized, oh, all she's getting is the worst parts of the day. And that was on me. And I had to change that. But that took her drawing a boundary, a relational boundary saying, I can't, if you have something awful that you want to share with me that we're going to... That you want me to sit with you in it? We're going to grieve it because we're getting ready to do something different. Awesome, yeah. I'm all in. But if it's just to complain, I'm I'm kind of over that. I don't want to hear that all the time.
0: Yeah, because if you're going to complain that much, at some point you do have to take action. Right. So it's like it's the old piss or get off the pot kind of analogy. Can I say that, James? That's all right.
1: Well, we just did. Um, and, and you're you're sitting there. You're <laughs> like you're about to get yourself kicked off the police force before you even join. I know. By yes. costing a dude in his own parking lot. You cannot assault this
0: guy and like cuss him out in the parking lot. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I I do think a a valid question, (laughs) a a
1: valid question is, are you asking for my advice or my wisdom or do you you just want me to listen?
0: I love that. That's good, John.
1: That's a question that will frame any of these conversations because if you want your opinion, she wants your opinion, you're going to give it to her. But otherwise, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to listen. And dude, I get it. When somebody talks to your wife, you get all riled up like it's middle school again It's her job. She's a professional. You trust her. She's
3: smart. Let her handle her business.
0: This is The Ramsey Show.
3: Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be Uninsured or underinsured than men. This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay at home moms all need term life insurance.
0: jade warshaw he's dr john deloney we're taking your calls all afternoon long the number is easy triple eight eight two five five two two five and we will come on through with the advice for whatever questions that you ask it's tax season and a lot of you guys have questions about taxes and we get it taxes are so confusing i actually hate taxes i'm gonna be honest about that Uh, but to help you get a better handle on them let's unpack some questions a question from one of our listeners. Um, and hopefully you can kind of see yourself in this and maybe it'll help you. He says, I'm a new business owner. What are the most important things I need to do to make bookkeeping for my business easier? All right. First off, congratulations on starting a business. That's legit. I'm excited for you. Uh, and bookkeeping can be a lot. I'll be honest. When Sam and I had our business, we—he still runs it. I tried to be the bookkeeper for the first couple of years, and it drove me crazy. But the good thing about when you do it, try to do it yourself, is you learn a little something. But um, if you're not ready, keeping your personal and your business expenses separate, you have to do that. If you're not doing that already, like. That's numero uno. Keep those separate. And two, create a regular bookkeeping routine so that you're always on top of tracking your expenses, whether it's receipts, invoices, et cetera. That's thing number two. And then number three, try to automate any processes that you can by using accounting software or by working with a tax professional. And number three is a real zinger you need to do that. Like go ahead and spend the money on the, on the software, go ahead and spend the money on the tax professional. It's going to be worth it. And it's going to save you just a lot of stress and headaches. It can pay to have a CPA. I will say that they can review your books and help you reduce risk. They can help you eliminate errors and maximize your tax reduction, tax deductions. Because I will also say this, the worst thing ever, John is when you feel like you've done it, like you've done it all right. You've paid everything into the IRS, you've done everything right and then you get a letter like later on that's like hey uh you owe x amount of dollars and you'll and it'll be from like a court qu- one qu- like quarter three four years ago and you're like what am i supposed to do that was explicit by the way um if you can pay <laughs> there's,
1: there's a great meme that's that says hi it's the irs you owe us uh, an amount of money for taxes that we know and th- <laughs> it's like what is that number We're not going to tell you. You have to guess. You send us a number and uh, we'll let you know if you go to jail or not, right? It's like, so come on, guys.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And so for that reason, having and paying a CPA is totally worth it. It can be, um, which means you just can focus on growing your business and doing the stuff that you're really good at. Um, A Ramsey trusted tax pro can help you. Our team has already vetted them, so you know that they're going to be top notch. If you are interested in that, go ahead and head to RamseySolutions.com/taxpro to get started. Uh, that's RamseySolutions.com/taxpro. Do it today. Let's go to Elizabeth in Dallas, Texas. Man, Texas is blowing up the lines today. What's going on?
4: Hi. Um. I thank you for taking my call, number one. Um. I really, I need some guidance. Um, I'm kind of late on the whole baby step situation. Okay. Um, My dad passed away last May. And so we had a lot of financial things come through and I saw what my mom was going through and I was like, I don't want that to be me. Mm. Um, So I'm just trying to kind of take charge and I've paid off about $12,000 between a private student loan and a, a credit card, but I don't have that thousand dollar baby emergency Mm fund, but so my question is i've got this you know my snowball going i've got just under eighty thousand dollars of debt left most of that about 71 of it is student loans and then like 8400 is a private is a personal line of credit through my bank um and so i've got you know my debt snowball going but i don't want to i want to do the steps (laughs) Um, and so what is, you know, I want to get back on track, you know, making sure I have that emergency fund in case something happens. Yeah. So what are some, you know, some help to get back on track or to get on track?
0: So what's keeping you from putting aside $1,000? You tell me.
4: Um, so I have been putting money towards a high yield savings account every month. Okay. Um, but in my, my brain was just like, you know, the interest on this debt is killing me. You know, I want to put money towards the debt. But after I discovered the baby steps, I was like, oh, so that's not the first step. Mm-hmm. The first step is, you know, going back and making that $1,000 emergency fund. Yeah. So I guess my question is, you know, should I go ahead and, you know, pause, just do my um, my minimum payments and then, you know, put everything towards that high yield savings account? I guess, I guess in my brain that to would make up the, the, the thousand. most sense.
0: To stack up the thousand dollars, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, I'm going to tell that, you to work the plan. Go back to that. Okay. I'm going to, every time I'm going to point back to the, the steps and I'm going to point to them in order because, uh, because Elizabeth, the point of it is to set you up with the best possible foundation possible. And right now you're feeling right. that you're going, man, I've paid off some debt, but if something were to happen, I don't have a cushion there to help me out. And when you don't have that cushion there, what happens is people end up going back into debt because they get out a credit card or they do a line of credit to cover their emergencies instead of having a $1,000 sitting there. That way, if something happens, they've got that 1000 plus whatever they might take in from their paycheck that month, and they're able to cover basically anything that could possibly come up. So having that $1,000 is super important. And remember, it's temporary, right? This is a temporary thing. Right. So yeah, I would say that if you can stack that up most people can get it done in 30 days or less can you
4: um i probably not 30 days i could probably do it within three or four months though what's something you you could sell yeah well
1: what's something you could sell
4: to be honest with you um i don't have a lot that i can sell um i i travel for work i'm a i'm a park ranger with a Texas and wildlife department. Okay. Um, I've been very blessed. I don't, the car that I drive is totally paid for. I don't have a car payment on that, but it's my only transportation to work. Um, but, um, I'm basically using my income and I do have, a, I do my zero base budget. I did start with that. That was my baseline. Um, and so, um, just putting, I have, specific money that I put towards savings every month.
0: Yeah, but I have a flag to raise because you told me you've been putting money in this high yield savings, but then when I asked you yeah. how quickly you could save a thousand dollars, you said four months.
4: Well right so, now my with my budget it's about it's about two hundred dollars a month. That's that all I'm that you that's the this. only
0: margin you have? Two hundred dollars a month? Right now yeah. Yeah. And that's just you making minimum payments? Yeah. Okay, so we need a bigger shovel because with $80,000, if you're making two hundred paying $200 extra a month, we're going to be doing this until the Stone Age comes back. Okay. So we've got to get a bigger shovel. What are you earning right now?
1: I don't even know what that means, Jade, um, but it sounds ominous.
0: It means that the world has restarted <laughs> the again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Stone Age um. is back. <laughs> That's some Flintstones apocalypse right there, dude.
0: I just came up with that. Hey, What are you earning right now every month?
4: Um, I'm earning uh, just over sixty. Sorry, Uh, per month, it's about I'm bringing home thirty three hundred dollars a month.
0: Okay, and tell me. Let's just quickly. We got a a little bit of time. Tell me what your rent is, or what you're spending on living. Uh,
4: uh, My rent uh, runs me about fifteen hundred. Okay, that's a big issue. Okay, Um, um, and then. Um, I, I do a lot of cooking at home. I don't eat out. So my okay. grocery budget is about $200. Okay. Is there a paid um, for a car? And then, yeah. Paid for car.
0: Okay. And, um, um, are you pulling out anything for retirement? Is anything coming out of your check for retirement?
4: Yes. Right now it's about, um, I have two, uh, Roths. It's after tax. Okay. And each of those is about $20 a month. All right. it's not a lot of money of but paycheck. you need to,
0: it's not a lot of money but you need to again with working the plan we need to temporarily pause that and get that money coming back okay. in the biggest thing here elizabeth is you got to earn more money i know you're a park ranger that's a job you do because you love that job and you love that field and you're not earning a lot of money because of it you've got to pick up a second job and double your income because right now your rent is half your income and it's going to be almost impossible to make the headway you need to make with that sort of um, imbalance going on. So we're doubling the income. We're looking for a roommate and uh, we're getting this debt paid off slowly but surely. This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. Next to me is Dr. John Deloney. We're taking your calls for the rest of this hour. You can call in. The number is 888-825-5225. And the illustrious Austin Selby will pick up, and he will monitor to make sure you're not going to say something crazy on the air. And That then dude we... is a lot of
1: things. He is not illustrious.
0: I mean, not. look at that beard. Look at it. Well, you can't see it, but I can oh, see it. I can it.
1: see it. I think he got it trimmed up at PetSmart. But...
0: <laughs> oh gosh, John. Sheesh. I'm over here trying to give this man, throw this man um, a bone. And see, you're just... exactly.
1: Back at PetSmart. Back at PetSmart.
0: <laughs> give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225 and a guy behind the glass with a beard will pick up <laughs> and make sure that your call is safe. <laughs> and we have a couple of those on the line now as it is. We've got Jill in Reno, Nevada. What's going on, Jill?
5: Hi. Um, I just found out that My husband's been opening credit cards. Oh, man. Um, And uh, he's racked up like $30,000 in uh, credit card debt.
1: On what? Um, Do you know?
5: um, Well, there's some online gambling.
2: Uh
5: Yeah. Um, There's some online prescription medication.
2: Yep. Mm.
5: And... uh, he knows I know we've already had our come to Jesus moment I've got all oh, and to preface this I have been complicit in this because I knew something was up and I've never wanted to deal with finances but I'm on it now so okay. there's that <laughs> um
1: ownership is usually step one so I'm proud of you for that so, so just yeah. don't just don't um, own it all because he's he's no out there too good on you so how can we help you yeah,
5: I don't want to be I don't want to be codependent <laughs>
1: Yeah. How can we help? Um, um, our, uh,
5: like he wanted to borrow from his, uh, retirement. And I said, no, uh, because I already cashed out mine for credit card debt before, Mm -hmm. uh,
1: before, before, hold on, before hold on. Before, I, before, all, before all of this, you got to protect yourself. I want you to call the credit, the three credit reporting bureaus, and I want you to put a freeze on your Social Security number, okay? So that no nothing okay. can be opened up in your name. That's not going to fully protect okay. you because y'all are married, but that will at least stop it. If he cares okay. about you and your marriage, he'll do the same thing. He'll freeze it. Okay. And that way, they have to go through you for anybody to open up any more credit or to make any more charges. Okay. Okay. Yes, um, and that way that he, you're not you haven't slept because this thing is still spinning underneath you, and you have a man in your home that you don't trust that is digging a hole. Um, he's digging a grave for your family, right? Yes. And this at least takes the shovel out of his hand for a second, so you can then begin to exhale and figure out what's your next step. Okay. All right. So we're going to call okay. the credit that there's three reporting bureaus. We're going to call them. Just Google them: uh, Experian. I forgot off the top of my head.
0: Uh, Equ- Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. And
1: TransUnion, and call and just put a freeze on it. Okay, so nobody's taking out any okay. more credit. No one's r- racking up any more charges. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay.
5: okay.
1: And then um, no, we're not cashing out anything. We're not. We're not robbing Peter to pay Paul. We're going to sit down, and while you're on the phone with those credit um, agencies, I want you to ha- – and he's with you. We're going to pull credit reports instantly, and we're going to find out how bad the damage is. I guarantee you it's worse than you think it is. Okay. It's almost never in this kind of situation where you catch somebody is it all out on the table on, on Conversation 1. Almost never. Okay. And then, listen, well, we- I'm walking you through, Okay. The next one is you can't have any sort of conversation, any sort of come to Jesus, any sort of healing conversation until he gets his addictions under control. And that might mean rehab. That might mean AA. That might mean Gambler's Anonymous. That might mean um, he's got to go see a medical doctor because he's got himself hooked on pain pills. But any sort of trying to heal this thing and come up with a plan and he's still using um, is a fool's errand. You're wasting your time.
5: I know because I'm I'm a recovering addict. There you I go. You know. Here. Yeah, you know. Um, my concern is here's um. So we have thirty three thousand dollars in credit card debt. Three thousand of that is on is in my name only. Um, <sighs> hope I don't out myself here. I'm I have a guaranteed. Income of thirty-two hundred. I'm, I can't work, but I have a guaranteed income of thirty-two hundred dollars a month. Okay. I get that every month. Um, I was offered a buyout for that. I never took it. So I'm so grateful for that that I'm guaranteed that.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: My problem is, is he? He's, he's in ministry, and he signed a covenant with his job, and I'm afraid that when this all clears in his head and he realizes that he can't have this job or they might ask him to step down. They have
0: to ask. We're going to lose. He has to step down.
1: As a matter of integrity, he's not in shape to lead people as a minister right now, period. Does that mean he's over, his his life is over as a minister? No, but he's got a mess in his home that he has created and he's got to get that cleaned up. Okay. And maybe he takes a six-month leave and he sits down and says, I'm struggling with addiction. I've made some major um, mistakes, some some major uh, 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 like ethical violations of my own home, and I got I need six months to go clean this. Maybe they'll do that for him or something like that. But yeah, this delusion—he's going to take down a whole church with him, and that's not mm-hmm. fair to those people.
5: Um, he's not the leader later.
0: Either way, either he's way, he's got to come clean about I mean. this you know because I mean. the longer he, it's like leading a double life, yeah.
2: in in I that know. sense. I, yeah.
5: And I feel, and, and I've I'm, I'm, I'm discussed, I've I'm kind of tried to discuss it with him.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: My question, here's, here's the question. I have, we have a $17,000 camper, or we owe $17,000 on it. I don't want to sell it because I might have to live in it.
1: I don't think that's true. Why right? might
0: you have to live in it? That's
1: him. not true.
5: Because we won't be able to, we'll drown without him having a job.
0: Okay. Uh can I ask the nature of of your uh disability? Are you Yeah. So I'm you I'm 100% disabled. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: But can you can he go get a job at McDonald's and you all get a one bedroom apartment?
5: Yeah, well if we sold the house there's enough equity in my home to pay off
1: everything. That's like that. that's all I'm yes. So don't let's don't go caustic because when we go caustic and we start imagining us walking around in the aftermath of a nuclear strike we make decisions that don't make a lot of sense. Sell the camper, take the 17,000. You you guys got to start paying this stuff off.
5: Well, we just owe 17,000. I don't I won't I won't make any money on the camper.
1: Uh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, then you got to stop the bleeding. You shouldn't have a camper, a $17,000 camper that's a depreciating asset that you're making payments on, on a fixed income anyway. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Is that fair?
5: Nothing's fair in this world.
1: There there you go. Let me say this, Jill, and I'm saying this because I love you, okay? Most people in your situation are trying to walk around and if you've ever seen somebody in the aftermath after a tornado has come through a town they'll be picking up like a medicine cabinet and try to start putting it back on the wall but that wall is the only thing standing everything else in that it's just it's just how human nature and you have to come to the grief filled exhale moment where you drop your shoulders and you fall down on your knees and you internalize everything about your life is different now Mm -hmm. and so there's not going to be a world where but we hang on to the camper everything's different now there's not a world where but you still need to make this much money and we're going to keep this house it sounds like everything's over everything's different now it's not over but it's just going to be different for a while not how you drew it up not how you wanted it to be hang on the line i'm going to send you a copy of building a non-anxious life and own your past change your future both roadmaps for people who have just found themselves completely in ash and trying to figure out what to do next. But you all are gonna have to sit down and have some real talk about getting clean, about coming clean with his workplace, and about what's the next logical right step.
0: You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. John Deloney is right next to me. We're hosting the rest of this hour together. If you wanna call us, you can. The number is 888 825 and we will try our best to get to your call, Scripture and quote of the day: I say to you, asking it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Luke eleven nine through ten. Then Jimmy Buffett said this: Searching is half the fun. Life is much more manageable when thought of as a scavenger hunt, as opposed to a surprised party. Interesting. <laughs> wasting away again
1: Margaritaville.
0: <laughs> he might have been on in margaritaville when he wrote that one but let's go to baltimore maryland and talk to Brittany. what's going on Brittany?
6: yes hi so um thanks for taking my call today um my husband and i are in over our heads in debt at this moment um we've been trying to wrap our arms around it all but it's coming from so many different places that it's You know it's overwhelming. Um, So my question is, we both make up money. Um, My job does a 9.3% match for 401k. Uh I don't want to leave money on the table. But even with that high of a match, I'm not sure if if it's the right move to keep um, to keep investing that 10% each pay um, because we, I, I, you know, we just I don't know if we can afford it. But I don't want to leave the money on the table.
0: Yeah. So what what you're talking about is we would advise, if you're walking the baby steps, we would advise for you to pause retirement until you've paid off your debt and until you've saved up three to six months. And then you would come back and start investing 15% of your gross income every single month, right? That's that's what we're talking about here. And so since you've got this match, you're just worried that, hey, I'm going to miss out on my match. And that's a lot of money because 9.3% match, you know, that that's that's not chump change. Let's be honest, right? Like. Right. Yeah.
1: Um yeah. What's, what's your total debt profile? How how bad is it? <clears throat>
6: um it's it's pretty bad. We have some some tax debt, um, we have credit card debt, we we have a mortgage. Tell me tell me real numbers. Um, what's the taxes? Oh, okay, so so yeah, our mortgage is um thirty two thirteen. Um and then
0: we have no, uh, uh, that's what you owe? Tell me what you owe. Tell me the full balance. Oh.
6: Oh, the full balance. Um it's a we just moved. We it's a brand it's a brand new house, so it's about five, I think we probably owe what five hundred and twenty thousand ballpark.
0: Okay. And what's the monthly payment? Um three thousand two hundred and thirteen. Okay. And tell me what do you bring home every month between you and your husband?
6: Um f- both I probably bring home about um five thousand with with the four one K investment. Um, and he brings home about eight thousand
0: a okay. month. Okay. And then uh, tell me about these this debt you have. How much do you owe in taxes?
6: Um, so we have a text a prior year tax debt of fourteen k. Okay. Um, we recently had some um, like expenses that we didn't know we didn't expect, so we had to put them on a credit card. So we I have a credit card debt of, or we have a credit card debt. One of the credit cards is ten thousand. Okay. Um we have another credit card that's about eight thousand okay. um and then small small credit card that's you know anywhere between two hundred well, I'm sorry anywhere between um a thousand and eight thousand. How many of those four, um, those little three, guys three four, so probably about five of those, and we also have a loan that we took out when we when we moved. Um, we're a family of six, so we, you know, we had, we got our dream home, and we're just trying to make it a home. Um, no, it's not a dream home.
0: Hey, I'm gonna break this up. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a dream. This is a nightmare. Um, and you're feeling that. I can't, I can't understand why you would go out and buy a half a million dollar home when you're struggling with this debt, and then you add, you add that on top of it, and it's just more and more and more. I think that you guys have the ability to have a really great life. You've got a great income. And I kind of think at some point that crept in your mind, like, yeah, like we're living now, like it's time to ball out. And you guys went to an extreme that you just can't afford. Like you can have a really great life on Mm $13,000 a month. And I think that you guys just went to an extreme to where it, it became too much. And you just got to pull it back a little bit. That lifestyle creep has gotten the best of you to where you're putting things on credit cards, when you should have the margin to really float just about anything that comes your way. How many kids do you guys have? We have four. Four kids. Okay. Um, so total debt, not including the mortgage, how much would you say that you have?
6: Total debt, um, we're
0: probably, we might be 50 grand. 50 grand. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to pull back. Are you, on, are you using every dollar? I don't think, I'm going to guess No. No. Okay. We, um,
6: we've tried to do expenses in like in Excel and stuff like that, but it's it's kind of oh it's just overwhelming. And then our monthly like our minimum they change each month, so it's hard to anticipate. So we we just don't know how. Yeah, like we just don't know.
0: Well, Excel, Excel. Let's be honest. It's it's not the best way to budget. The best way to budget truly is with um, an app like Every Dollar because it's very, very, very intuitive. You're talking to a person uh, that, I'll be honest, I I work on a money show, but I don't like math. I don't like having to crunch numbers and do everything like that. And every dollar is great because it does it for you. You put your income in at the top and you plug in all the things that you could possibly think that you're going to spend money on for the month. It does the math for you. And so I think that for you guys being on a a budget is going to give you a plan for every single month. And it's going to help you see how you've been spending your money. And you're going to see, okay, like we've been throwing away a lot—hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars on on lifestyle things, right? Things for the kids, going out to dinner, picking up lunch over here. And you're going to find that there's a lot more money um, sitting there that you have at your disposal to pay off this debt. You're in this house now; the payment's fine. I'm guessing it's on a 15-year fixed, right? No, it's Um, on a 30-year, isn't it? it. it,
6: It's on a 30, but we did—we bought it during covid so our interest rate is super low i think it's like two two
0: point something yeah all right well here we are um so you've got to decide what you guys are going to do you guys um this is a behavior issue more so than it's a money issue a behavior Mm -hmm. issue that's turned into a money issue and you guys i say this all the time and i i want you to internalize this it's going to feel harder. It's harder when you feel like I've got the job. Everybody sees I've got this job. I've made it clear that I'm making some money. When you're in that situation and you have to start pulling back, you feel it even more because you've created the standard of lifestyle. And it's hard to pull back from Tahoes and Escalades and $500,000 houses, right? But you guys are going to feel that. I mean, John, you can chime in here.
1: I just, Brittany, I'll say it just as direct as I can because I love you. Y'all are broke. You'll make so yeah. much money and you're broke. You owe fifty thousand dollars spread across credit cards, personal loans, adjustable rate um, APRs. What an exhausting mess! On top of four kids, fair, right?
6: I would agree. Can what about I, the can, cars?
1: Yeah. What about cars? With with a lifestyle like this, you guys got cars too.
6: Yeah. No, we just have um, one. We have my car, which is paid off. It's ten years old. I've had it since college. Um, there you we, go. We, yeah, and then we got we just got a van because we needed it for the kids. So we owe um, seventeen thousand on that. So that's part of the fifty-two. But okay. we that was you know a necessity. We did
1: need that. When you said when you said it was overwhelming, was the was was it overwhelming because your husband won't sit down and talk to you about it? Was it overwhelming because it just feels like there's so many bills and so many different places coming from all different angles, or is it overwhelming because like Jade said, y'all finally made it. You're a six-figure family. And there's this lie out there that once you make six figures that you don't ever have to say the word no anymore. Like is, yeah. Was that was overwhelming? Like, oh, we're going to have to really bite yeah. the bullet for a couple years.
6: Yeah, I think it was the second and third. My husband is off. Like, he's the one pushing me to okay. buckle down. Like, he mm-hmm. is the one mapping it all out. Like it's,
1: so know, let me, I want to paint you a picture, Brittany, okay?
6: Okay.
1: Imagine you just sleep at night. Imagine you get up and have a cup of coffee because you want to, not because you're so stressed. Imagine your kids are goofy and y'all are laughing because you don't owe anybody anything. It's freedom. That's what we're pl- that's what we're talking about. That's it.
0: So before you get off the line, Austin's gonna pick up. he's gonna give you Ramsey plus and in that you're gonna find every dollar, which is the app that I was talking about. you're gonna have a couple of months of a premium version of that so you can get this on track it's going to have financial peace university in there access to some coaches in there utilize this it's going to help you get your mind right so that you can play this game over the long haul and actually get yourself out of debt this is the ramsey show